Welcome to the Nurturing Podcast, where early childhood is the priority. In our podcast, renowned experts from around the world share actionable tips and techniques, experiences, and best practices for educators and parents. Welcome to our first ever series on early childhood philosophies. Our aim with such series will be to explain early childhood concepts and techniques in easy, simple words. With a lot of examples, so both parents and teachers can understand and follow. This series will focus on understanding multiple intelligence philosophy, its characteristics, and how parents and educators can easily practice it with children. Welcome to the next episode of our Understanding Multiple Intelligence series with Ms. Krishma Mumaya. In our previous episodes, we introduced the multiple intelligence theory and understood verbal linguistic, logical reasoning. bodily kinesthetic musical intelligence and visual spatial intelligence in more detail in this episode we will learn more about interpersonal intelligence from ms krishma thank you ms krishma for taking out time to talk about the various multiple intelligence theories yes it has been a wonderful journey till now and it's been complete my pleasure to you know to share my knowledge with all of you So let's start with uh, what does inter interpersonal intelligence mean? So interpersonal intelligence is the ability to form social and emotional relationships with people. Uh, it also includes, you know, managing conflict with other individuals, and also to understand the emotions and actions of other others. So basically, uh, to put it in simple language, it is like communicating effectively with others. and uh, if you really think about the points that i have shared right now it is all about what is required in the 21st century skill so that's why interpersonal intelligence plays a very important role in early years uh, because it's all about you know learning how to deal with people and um, how to really communicate with people in today's time it's becoming even more critical to have um, this intelligence at a at a much developed level so what are the signs of high interpersonal intelligence so uh, the first one being uh, is the child is very sensitive to others moods and feelings um, so when we are especially during you know that initial days of settling when the child has joined the school for the first time you will also always have some children who have settled faster and you will have some children who are taking a little more to you know to settle down so uh, i have seen many children uh, you know uh, they will go up to their classmates who are crying okay they have just started knowing them but a child uh, you know who who has high personal high interpersonal intelligence they they actually walk up to the child to the child who is crying and they'll say don't worry don't worry your mama will come back your mama will come and pick you my mama will also come and pick me so um this is this is so soothing to know that uh, the child is so sensitive towards you know the other person's feelings or you know what other person is going through so if you see any child like that you might even see some children when the friend has fallen down they'll say don't worry get up get up you are a strong boy you are a strong girl they they will com- communicate with the friend like this and uh, because they have been told by their parents when you know they have fallen down so 
the first and the most important sign is the child is sensitive to others uh, moods and feelings uh, they are excel excellent team player uh, i know team player is something that we generally use in corporate but we also have a lot of uh, you know um, these uh, group activities that we do in the classroom so when we are doing letter a to give you example and there will be a big apple that the teacher has drawn on you know on paper and all the children will be coloring it or painting it together now we will we will always see some children who are really giving space to others sharing their things with others and you know also guiding some children some children will not know what to do so they are guiding their classmates as to okay you do it here i will do it here so these are the these are some signs of you know being an excellent team player they also possess good communication and nego negotiation skills uh, some children are very vocal about their needs right from the age of 3 years or 4 years they act, they clearly know what they want and uh, they they clearly can negotiate with the parents or with the teachers also um then they exhibit leadership qualities now uh, yeah leadership is again a big term that we generally use for adults but we've seen children uh, you know developing these qualities uh, right from preschool age um, you know uh, we will again have children who are you know who are leading the group we have sometimes we play team games you know in the classroom and you will always see one child who is able to really lead the class or who is able to you know really help the classmates in you know in uh, achieving the target or achieving the goal whatever the game they are playing so uh, they do uh, have lot of leadership qualities also uh, in uh, in the school that i work uh, we try and inculcate leadership qualities in children we have different kinds of leaders in our classroom so we have line leader we have book leader and we have uh, you know toys lead, toy leader and every every day different child gets turn so when you say book leader the child will you know go pick up the books and you know distribute among everyone when you say line leader the child that child gets to you know st stand in the front and the child make sure that everyone is following the instructions so we do some of these uh, you know things in in our classroom so that children develop uh, leadership qualities uh, also these children uh, who have high interpersonal intelligence they easily make friends and they enjoy company of others um they really like being with classmates they love playing with them uh like outdoor play is their favorite and you will always see them you know surrounded by friends um also uh, they respond well to verbal and non verbal communications and uh, like you know facial uh, cues and body movements and uh, as i said they work co cooperatively in a group and they recognize and empathize with other fe others feelings so these are some of the signs of high interpersonal intelligence uh, and you will be surprised that uh, these uh, you know these signs are seen in a pre at a preschool level as well it's not just that okay uh, it happens only in primary or middle school or high school but we see all uh, you know all these signs in preschool as well yeah and uh, looking at my 2 year old i can definitely relate to a lot of these um, signs um, and i've always believed that she has she's so much um, better at interacting with people or like just showing simple empathy or caring uh, for mm -hmm. others um so 
how does interpersonal intelligence develop in children so um, basically children are uh, born into this world with practically no skills at all no social skills at all um, so generally we will see that infants and toddlers find it very difficult to share their toys with others because they are at a stage of solitary play where they want to play on their own and they want to play alone they don't want anyone next to them now once the child starts going to preschool at the age of 2 or at the age of 3 is when they slowly start playing with other friends so that's where you know choosing the right kind of preschool uh, plays a very important role because um, now the child has started going to school so uh, teacher is also the primary caretaker of the child now at, because at this age they start learning the social rules of engagement by observing interacting and learning from their primary caretakers so by the age of 2 or 3 you will generally see that the child is now learning to play with other children and uh, you know trying to share their toys and that all happens uh, if the child is observing the parents and the parents are behaving in a particular way so if parents are kind of very uh, you know have high uh, interpersonal intelligence or they are interacting in the right way the child will also develop accordingly so um, choosing right preschool is important because interpersonal intelligence develops better when the child is seeing the teacher also interacting accordingly with with other children and also the school is giving lot of importance to uh, you know personal and social emotional development in children great um, so there are a lot of misconceptions about what constitutes high interpersonal intelligence um, what are the key or you know the most common ones that you see around um generally we see uh, that uh, extrovert child the child uh, who likes uh, being around people uh people generally think that that child has high interpersonal intelligence that's not true you know sometimes even introverts can display high interpersonal intelligence they might not be constantly communicating with others or in a bigger group you you might see them you know uh, not communicating at all but they will they they definitely display a high interpersonal uh, skills as well when there is a smaller group so just being an extrovert does not mean that you have high interpersonal intelligence Mm, similarly uh, in group of children there is always uh, you know a child who 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 has a constant need to be the you know the leader of that pack so they constantly want to be first always uh, they want to finish their work fast and for for anything and everything they want to be first or they want to be the leader yeah so this is not the sign of a you know of a high degree of inter- interpersonal intelligence definitely it is not so uh, these are the things that uh, does not tell you that this particular child has high personal intelligence also uh, there are some children who have great oratorical skills you know they are very good at talking so uh, we generally have these uh, show and tell tell activities where we tell them that <clears throat> 
um, we tell them that you can uh, you have to talk about your favorite toy so what happens is uh, many times parents will make uh, you know make the child by heart couple of lines okay and it's kind of a rote learning and then the child will come and say exactly uh, this in the same way in front of the class also which means the the child has good uh, you know good speaking skills but it does not imply that the child has great interpersonal skills also yeah so communication is always two way so the child should be good at listening also so uh, an extrovert and constant need of uh, you know to be the leader or to be first and great orating skills are not uh, they do not uh, imply that the child has high interpersonal intelligence so these are some of the few misconceptions that we generally have regarding high interpersonal intelligence this is a common confusion that we see among teachers parents uh, when they look at the children yes. um, so thank you for sharing um, so what are some of the activities that a parent or a teacher can do to develop interpersonal intelligence yeah so uh, the activities that i am sharing with you right now are in the normal situation uh, which is a non covid situation kind of a thing because interpersonal skill is all about being with people or you know being surrounded by the people and in this situation it gets a little difficult but i will suggest or uh, i will also suggest what parents can do right now in the covid situation also but first let us understand what are some of the activities that uh, teachers and parents can do with children to develop their uh, high uh, develop the interpersonal intelligence first is group activities um in school i i would recommend that in a week at least there should be three group activities where uh, it could be team you divide the class into two or three groups up to you but there should be at least three group activities in a week because uh, uh, like i gave you an example of apple right for every topic there can be a group activity there can be a group game so teachers have to be smart enough to put group activities in part of their curriculum um always, of course of, apart from group activities they can uh, also involve a lot of partner game now uh, working with a partner nowadays i think most of us find this difficult to work with a partner in, in corporate so uh, partner game is all about you know supporting your partner helping your partner waiting for your turn so that you know your partner is also playing the game so uh, involve lot of group activities and partner games um creative drama and role playing it should be a must uh, you know to uh, to have this role playing thing where you give a situation to the child and the child has to enact because it's all when you're giving a situation there are two three children working together and creating it and cre making you know doing role play so creative drama and role play uh, plays a very important role next is practicing empathy now um, practicing empathy means uh, when we are having stories there are lot of stories which actually uh, you know uh, reflects that Uh, the 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 character of the story is feeling you know empathized towards the other characters so that's how you need to practice empathy so once you have told the story just don't leave it there 
once you have told the story please explain what the character was feeling how he was feeling for others that's how you can practice empathy and you know children will also understand uh, how to understand others feeling so uh, this is extremely important i think we are missing out on on uh, this uh, empathy right now in our curriculum uh, how to practice empathy a good activity uh, to be added in circle time for uh, preschool um you can have body system in school so uh, generally what we do is there is always there are always like you know at least two or three children uh, in in every class who are unable to cope up with the curriculum that is going on and they can't completely follow the instructions that are given by by the teacher so we generally uh, you know team them up with one other child who is Uh, who can follow instructions better so uh, they they we keep we call them buddies and we make them sit together and uh, you know the child who is able to follow the instruction and uh, is finishing the work faster actually helps uh, the other person who is finding it difficult to cope up so buddy system works well and uh, also it helps child in developing interpersonal uh, intelligence um giving them lot of discussion so circle time again uh, interpersonal skill i think intelligence can be developed really well if a, a school is planning a good circle time every day morning because lot of discussions happen in circle time um for example um if a particular child was absent yesterday um uh, we can ask them why were you absent oh you were unwell what happened to you are you feeling better did you go to the doctor such discussions really really help uh, you know other children understand what you know uh, what was wrong with this child and you know why this child didn't come to school and they will again empathize i remember going to one of the classroom uh, miss anushka one of our teacher was taking the class and Uh, she was absent yesterday and um, they were having circle time where all the children were sitting together and miss anushka uh, said that oh i'm sorry i was absent yesterday i did not come to school because i was not feeling well i had fever and i had to go to the doctor and take some medicines i had my medicines today morning i'm feeling well and i came to school i was so surprised there was a girl uh she actually went and hugged the teacher and she says uh hope you are feeling better now uh so that made me realize that uh, these discussion time and the circle time plays so much importance in you know in developing these interpersonal intelligence in children so extreme discussions are extremely important and teacher also has to share what she is feeling even parents have to share if if a parent is not feeling well or parent is upset about something it's so important that you communicate that to your child so um uh, generally nowadays you know most of the mothers are so stressed out and they say i don't get me time for myself i don't get time for myself so why don't you keep 20 minutes in a day for yourself where you clearly tell your child this is mama's time and mama wants to do what she likes to do 
and these 20 minutes for the next 20 minutes if you want anything you can ask your you know someone else ask your help or ask uh, your uh, father what you what, whatever you want but these 20 minutes are for mama and mama want to, would like to spend this time alone having this clear communication with children is so important trust me you will be surprised that children do understand these things children will empathize with you and children will give you that space so please have you know have good discussions and communicate well with your child and the last and most important thing is getting and giving feedback Nowadays, uh, people are not so good at taking feedback. They really get offended. But if we are giving feedback to children in a nice way, right at the beginning, uh, it really helps them to take the feedback positively. So even when parents come to us in PTM, uh, it's important that the teacher, it's, it's not important, but I feel it is teacher's duty to give the right kind of feedback about the child to the parent. But how you give feedback is also important. Uh, like, you know, you cannot say that your child is not listening to me. Uh, your child is just running around in the class. This is not the way we give feedback to the parent. But you give politely uh, feedback to the parent as well. And now when the child is coming up with some activity to you, and if you feel the child has not done correct correctly, make your child, you know, make the child explain what went wrong and how the child can you know, uh, make it better. So giving that feedback to the child is important. And many times we have children giving us feedback. Okay. So uh, they'll say that, uh, you know, uh, especially when teachers are making some pronunciation errors or, you know, making some mistakes on the board while writing, there are some children who actually, you know, are confident enough who will raise hand and who will say that, okay, there, there is a mistake or there is an error in the, uh, in what the teacher has written. Now, how the teacher is actually taking the child's feedback during that time is also very important. She can't get upset with the child and say, no, no, you know, that is right or, or just not talk to the child later on. It is important that teacher also takes that feedback from the child when the child is actually giving the feedback. So these are some of the things um, that parents and teachers will have to do, uh, you know, can do in their in their classroom or at their home setting um, to develop uh, interpersonal intelligence. And these are amazing ideas. I would even extend this to like all the discussions that we've been having around, um, you know, raising honest, respectable, um, caring citizens and, and all life skill kind of discussions. But I think this uh, intelligence that we just talked about is much more in, is kind of the foundation of that. Um, yes, I, yeah, I completely agree to what, what you say because um, I feel, you know, that's my personal opinion um, that it comes much later. These are the most important things that a preschool must inculcate in their curriculum and not just take it for granted. Please don't consider circle time as just a rhyme time and rhymes and that should be done. No, and the example that I gave you about the teacher who was not feeling well, you will be surprised. It was in the nursery class where children were uh, between three years to uh, four years. So uh, please, you know, I would recommend everyone to take 
this intelligence seriously and uh, you know practice these things in your home or in your classroom absolutely thank you for another great conversation ms angreshma this is really insightful and um, hopefully the parents and teachers um, do execute and see the importance of this specific skill from all the skills that uh, we've discussed so far if i have to choose one that is most critical and what i feel is most critical will be this skill it was a pleasure uh, talking to you thank you have a nice day and we'll see you in the next episode thank you for listening to today's episode of nurturing podcast this podcast was brought to you by soko world an all-in-one platform for preschools daycares and parents our mission at soko world is to create super schools and super parents that are aware and engaged meaningfully to deliver better development and learning outcomes for children from 0 to 6 years to access our other podcasts and helpful resources download our app soko world that is s o c o world from your app store or visit blog.sokoworld.com again s o c o world.com do subscribe to our newsletter so you can get news resources articles and templates delivered directly to you to help you with your daily work and challenges thank you again for being such an amazing audience stay tuned